Hello, this is Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, and you are listening to Conversations with Smart, Amazing Women. Each and every week we bring to you a woman in, that will help you in some aspect of your life. Your relationships, what about, I mean, women, we're all about relationships, developing healthy, strong relationships, good support systems, and women's health, staying healthy. You know, we're all about caring for others, but to stay, but staying healthy and staying fit is really part of our lives, and so very, very important to, to each and every one of us. Business and careers, you know, women, we're continuing to strive. The trends are women-owned businesses, but we have experts that can help you with that. And, of course, staying and fe- uh, feeling and staying fit. That is really, really so important at any, any age. And, of course, what we always continue to talk about is empowerment. We talk a lot about issues to empower women, to help them live more successful lives. Of course, one of our most important topics, again, is our relationships. Today we're going to talk about a different perspective on relationships and talk about how our relationships in our own lives. How about the relationship with ourselves? Here is an op- here is an important question for you to ask yourself: Are you living the life you want? Are you choosing a life, or are you letting life to life just happen to you? Now, my amazing guest today is Kristen Andrus, and she says that you do have a choice. You can and should accept responsibility for your life. Kristen has co-authored a book called Imagine Being in a Life You Love. This is not some ethereal look at dreams. It's a workbook that starts with identifying who you are and where you want to be. It contains tools to help you create a strategy to make your dreams a reality. Kristen has done this with her own life. She's a top business consultant with a master's degree in organizational communication, a 10-year history of managing worldwide staff for a major accounting firm as well. And she now has her own company providing communication solutions to startups and corporations. She is living a life she loves, and she's here to tell you how, to, how we can all do this also. I'm very pleased to welcome my amazing woman guest, Kristen Andrus, to Women Speak. Thanks for being with me, Kristen. You know, your, your story, the personal story that, that people have as to why they were you know, why they do what they do is so so important. I think women especially, sometimes we find out how people got started and how they can get started is so very, very helpful. But, you know, this book, Imagine Being in a Life You Love, uh, it's it's a great book, but but why are you doing this? Well, thanks, Dr. Nancy, for having me. And, and Imagine Being in a Life You Love is, is something that was really at my heart. And, you know, I, I'm originally a small-town girl who had some pretty big dreams, and publishing a book was one of them. Um, but about three and a half years ago, I actually moved from Illinois to San Diego, and I uprooted everything. You know, I, I, I didn't have family out here. I really didn't know people out here. And I like to say I instigated a lot of chaos in my life, and I, I think as women we, we often do that, and then we have to sort through it. And mm-hmm. I'm that person who on December 31st, New Year's Eve every year, sits down and, and, and writes her intentions. I, I reflect on the year in the past, and I, I celebrate my successes. I look at where I need to improve, and then I look at the year coming up, and what is it that I intend for it? In, in that particular year, three and a half years ago, I was struggling because I, everything had turned upside down for me, and mm-hmm. I thought, wow, I have really studied personal development. I've studied business. I know how to plan, but I wasn't making it happen, and I thought, wow, if I'm in the middle of this, so were so many other people. So mm-hmm. I co-authored Imagine Being in a Life You Love to alleviate that uncertainty for others. 
Okay. Well, let, let me ask you. Let's let me talk a little bit. You said women are really good at doing that. You said women creating chaos. Right. In your experience, what are, what are you describing, by the way? Because I've worked with women for many many years, and and I'm just I'm just trying to understand what you mean by we create chaos. Well, I, I think we're the creators of our of our catalysts as well as our chaos. Right. You know, so okay. We're really good at creating our, our our beginnings and and the new things for ourselves, and and also the the chaos comes with the fact that. So often we take so much on. We don't uh-huh. like to say no. We certainly want to please other people. And I think a lot of it also, Dr. Nancy, comes down to mindset management. You know, uh-huh. we, we tell a lot of stories in our heads, you know, whereas men sometimes just give the cliff notes. So <laughs> so I think just the perspective and the perception management that we need to tune into helps us to manage the chaos yeah. that we create. Uh, you know, I mean, I think that's, that's uh, you know, they, they did a, a study not too long ago. There's always research out there, but they said that, you know, probably over half of the people that you interview really aren't very happy in their in their lives or in their jobs. And, and it really is, it's very unfortunate. I had the uh, the amazing time or opportunity to, to meet the Dalai Lama. And basically, you know, he talks about happiness and joy. But you know, it seems like there's so many people that really just kind of, kind of go through the motions. They're just kind of, you know, going through life. You know, like for example, someone said, "Well, you know, why are you a teacher?" Well, because I started out in elementary education. And I really didn't know what else to do, so I've been a teacher. Do you like being a teacher? No, not really. I'd rather be doing something else. So, so I mean, you hear the, those stories of people that that don't sit down like you did, which is every. You know, right before every new year, you sat down and wrote your intentions and, and, you know, your accomplishments. Many, many people never take the time to really do any of that and just kind of flow, go with the flow, never really, you know, right. taking hold of what's going on. Is And is that what we're talking about in this book primarily, these people it, that it don't really take the time or they can't figure out why they're so – they're not successful? Even the people that do take the time sometimes don't take enough time. You know, December 31st is not the only time of the year I I, I revisit or Mm -hmm. declare my intentions. I do it ongoing. I keep my plan front and center because otherwise we just fall off of it. Mm -hmm. You know, you can imagine writing a book called Imagine Being in a Life You Love. A question I get all of the time is, well, Kristen, are you in a life you love? Yeah. And, And I get to honestly answer Yes, most of the time, not every single day because I'm human, but because I'm really deliberate about creating the outcomes for my day, for my week, for my month, Uh I have a greater opportunity to achieve that happiness you referenced than Uh if I didn't do that at all. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm I, I like projects. I'm driven by projects. I I, I guess I, I guess I could probably use myself as an example, but I like to create new things. I mean, I get if I had a routine that was you know every day exactly the same way, I, I think I'd be very very crazy with that. But so some of us really are about new challenges and and creating new new opportunities, and and you know, and some people are really uncomfortable with that, but. But, you know, you talk about cause and effect, and I really believe that is so very, very important is that most, you know, and again, being a therapist for so many years, people would come in and, and not really understand their responsibility in their lives, and, and that's another thing you talk about. So talk a little bit about just cause and effect, because I think sometimes people don't really take responsibility for their actions. Right. right. Well, I, I think sometimes we think life, life happens to us. 
And in fact, it will, and unless you step up to the plate and choose to be the cause in your life and your own opportunity maker. Uh-huh. And, yeah. and when those things of life that do happen, I call them pings. You know, the pings of life can be simple, like I stub my toe, or they can be sweeping, um, as with an unfortunate tragedy. But the thing is, what what happens is that there is a constant in our world, and that's us. That's you. You know, I, in the book we call it the X Y equation. You know, yeah. X are all of the variables of life that inevitably will happen. We just can't de-ping life, but we can become ping masters. And that is really understanding how to control our responses better and to be much more conscious about how we do that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the cause and effect, if you can cause what you want, it's going to create a ripple effect. In the end, you're the one who is the constant within the equation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I agree with that. The way we choose to react to a situation, you know, I'm sure you've been watching CNN and, and looking oh, yeah. at uh, all the pictures of Japan, but it's interesting when they're interviewing certain people how they cho- they're choosing to react at least at this moment in their life to this disaster. And, and, you know, and, and again, some of them are going to probably be more successful than others because they're choosing to, conta- to take charge of what they can take charge, right. even, in a, even in a disastrous situation. And, and I guess you've probably seen those people also that, that really – again, after taking responsibility, can start to really create the life they, they truly want and truly think they'll, they, you know, truly want. Right, most definitely. You know, I, I always say to people, if there's, first of all, I think as women especially, we often don't even ask ourselves the question, what do I love? You know, so give yourself the permission to just say, what do I love? And be really yeah. honest with that answer. I know uh, I was divorced several years ago, and of course that turned my world upside down at that time, and, and again had to sort through it, and someone asked me that question, what do you love, and I said I love to read, and I love to write, and I was immediately embarrassed, because I thought, that's not good enough, surely I can do something more than that, uh-huh. but you know what, that was my passion, and that's who I am, and now my whole world, my businesses, actually revolve around reading and writing, but I first had to take a responsibility to, to ask myself, you know, those tough questions, you know, the questions right. of, you know, what is it that I want to instigate in my life? You know, think about, you know, on this day, 365, you know, days from now, what do I want my world to look like and what am I willing to do about it? Because nobody's going to do that for you. They might help you, but you have to initiate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's amazing because, again, you can ask people about their jobs. and But, you know, when was the last time, what, what really makes you happy, what really makes yeah. you joyful? And and it is it, it's you know there are some people it really takes some time for them to think about that or they say you know what I really haven't thought about that in a long time right. or something comes up from from the depths and they say gee I really used to love to paint or I love to read or I really love to ride a horse and I haven't done that in a long time and I think sometimes we we as human beings just have to be reminded that as children we were joyful we're playful. And we, we, you know, there's many, many things that we we find great pleasure in. But as adults, we get so regimented and so locked down into in in our day-to-day lives that we often forget about that playful, right. joyful part of ourselves that that we started out in the very beginning. We we do, and and I think we also come up with what I like to call, and we call this in, in imagine being in a life you love. We, we talk about temp excuses, and the temp excuses are around time, energy, money, and people. Now, a lot of times those excuses are very real, of course, but often we get into a habit of letting them stop us before we even give it a shot, before we even try to take the next step to see what we can do about it. 
So I, I always like to tell people to just check in on your temp excuses around time, energy, money, and people, and yeah. see if they're truly real. And, and right. if not, take some action around them. Sure. And, and, and I, and I, I think that's a, that's a great point, though, Kristen, because I think when people start to take that temperature, that reading on what's going on with them, the pe- if the people in your lives are bringing, you know, taking your energy and bringing you down or the, or the job that you have, you're, you're exhausted and you don't feel well, I mean, those are pretty good measures as to whether or not you're really in the life that you want to right. be in. And I right. think some people just go, well, I, you know, I'm going to do this till till I retire or, you know, and I, and I think to myself, gee, why are you waiting? You know, why, right. what are you waiting for? That's you know, right. it's almost like people think, well, I bought the bus ticket, on, so now I've got to take the ride and, and I've got to go where the bus is taking me. Whereas what you're saying is, you know, you can constantly get off the bus and get back right. on if, that, if that's what you choose to do. Yes. And, and, I, and another thing I think is very important that you talk about in the book is the lifeline. You talked about that earlier. Yes. And, and what for you, lifelines are support people, right? Yes. They're the people that I trust, who I know I can go to, but they're also the people that are going to be my, my compassionate listeners, but they're also going to kick me in the tail when I need it. Uh-huh. So they're going to hold me to account when I invite them to. You know, as part of that, you have to give them permission to because if somebody says, hey, you know, you, you said you were going to lose the five pounds, but you're not walking. You know, you can't get angry about that because you invited them into the mix <laughs> to yeah. help you out. You know, in, in addition to lifelines, we also talk about super champions. And, and super champions are the people that are already doing or being what you wish to do or be in the world. Um, uh-huh. They can be, you know, your, your next-door neighbor, your pastor. They could be, you know, a, a celebrity, whomever it is. But they're the, just model yourself after them. There's evidence of success. And if those people have already achieved it, find out how. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think what's funny, I mean, not funny, but I think it's what, what's important is when you do find out from these people that you look up to, you find out they, they went through all the trials and tribulations and struggles and, and ups and downs. And I think that sometimes we, we as human beings look at someone else who's, who's successful and we say to ourselves, "Gee, you know, that that look like that that was so easy." Or, or look at them; that must, you know, happened overnight. And it's not true. But everyone who gets to a certain pinnacle or a point in their life has has had to go through many, many steps and had supporters along the way, just as as, as you would need. So right. I think we always need to find out. We find, we all pretty much tie our shoes the same way. Right. You know, and, and there's really no silver platter that I'm aware of. You know, it's. When you when you want a different life or a better life or you're taking stock of your life, you know it's it's um, it's effort and energy that makes a difference. I was recently speaking in Curacao in Aruba, and from each of those stages, I got the question: Well, all of this sounds great, but you know, what if I'm a single mom with two children at home, you know, and have bills to pay? And mm-hmm. but I but I want to do this over here. You know, I want my life in parallel. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, I, I wish I could give you the silver bullet, the brass ring, but it doesn't exist. It, it comes down to you. Again, you the constant in the equation. And it's effort and energy preceded by a decision. You know, mm-hmm. when people say they want this life, you really have to come up with a compelling reason. What's your why? You know, why is it that you want this for yourself or for your family? Mm-hmm. And I gave ex- some examples of a, a friend of mine who runs a daycare, has two children, started a second business to sell jewelry because she wanted the discretionary income, you know, to buy her kids the clothes that she wanted them to wear to school, Mm -hmm. you know, and she had to do weekend work. She had to do evening work. But her reason for her was big enough to get her to put forward the effort and energy it takes to design the life you love. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, another thing you talk about too, Kristen, is is opportunity. And, and, you know, I – 
there's things I've seen people that opportunity will come to them or or you know something comes to them and they and they don't take advantage of it because they say well I'm not either worthy enough for it or you know it's going it, to other people aren't going to like that if I do that but you know I think for, for my for myself and from people that, I, that I've seen is that are you know living the lives they they imagine they they they're not fearful of taking opportunities. They're taking well, with, with along along with opportunities are challenges. You know, and there's unknowns, but but you know, for me, that's always been you know. Sometimes if those things occur, it's almost like a light that leads you to the next piece of the puzzle. Right. Is that what you find with people? It it is. You know, I th- I think fear does stop people, and especially with with women, we want to look good in the eyes of others. Yeah, we don't want to make mistakes. We don't want to make mistakes. And and I would say, you know, ask yourself, what's the best thing that can happen? And I know we often say, what's the worst thing? But what's the best thing that can happen? Yeah. And if there is no action that you're willing to take, well, how's that working for you? Right. You know, do, do you want your world to be the same, you know, in a month's time as it is right now? Or are you willing to maybe step out of a limb? You know, Will Rogers says step out on a limb. That's where the fruit is. So, yeah. you know, step out on faith. You know, get the people around you that can support you and, and create a plan that's going to serve you well. Mm-hmm. What they say, the, the harder the work, the luckier I get, and I think that's part of it. People yeah. don't seem to understand that. But we make our own luck, we make our own happiness, and and again, it goes back to your whole issue of responsibility. And and you know we re, you know you receive the benefits if you allow yourself to receive those. Okay, let's talk about being the reason because you know I, I was chatting with you before before I started this conversation about it's it's so important, at least for me and for many women that I connect with. Uh, to to use their talents, their time, and their treasures to really help others, and right. and mostly in my, the arena that I'm working with are women helping other women. But right. being the reason, uh, you know, let's just chat about that for a second. Okay. Well, being the reason is really about you know the the energy that you're going to have when you go into something, and, and I think that comes back to that compelling why. I think you know the the part of our book that probably pertains best to what you're talking about, Doctor Nancy, is being the light. You know, the whole idea of paying it forward. You know, all of us, if we choose to tune into it, have had a lot of people in our world be really generous to us, mm-hmm. and we always have an opportunity to give back. You know, whether that's smiling at somebody in line at Starbucks who looks like she's down mm-hmm. or, or really stepping up to the plate with maybe some babysitting, sharing on the weekend so someone has a bit of free time. But being the light and spreading the light, you know, kind of you know, shining the mirror and the candle for other people is I think critically important, especially today. You know, we're all connected, and we need to be there for each other. Mhm, mhm. Yeah. So, you know, and, and again, the, the 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 fantastic thing that happens when you share that light, it comes back to you threefold. It does. And I, and I think that's you know that's been uh, I've done crisis response work. I've I've been in many different parts of the world that that you know you you that light comes. You you spend you share that piece of yourself. You know, it's amazing. Just sometimes showing up is the most important thing. But as you said, it's so simple. It can be a smile. I know. You know, when I, I there's days when I'm kind of, you know, kind of feeling down, and and uh, you know, I think to myself, you know, I, I'd really like to feel better. But it's it, it, so part of it really is is helping others to feel better. You know, like right. a smile or you know a, a kind word. You know, if, if somebody you see it looks tired and maybe they they look overwhelmed. You know, gee, just a you know, and, I, and it's nine times out of ten that person 
is smiling and laughing by the time you walk away, and you've received more. I guess the, the pleasure in giving, not only I think is it a responsibility, but the pleasure in giving is, is what you get back in return. Yeah, I think so too, and it's inspiring to other people. You know, I, I like to just every so often do something that maybe I wouldn't normally do, but like leave a sticky note for a person who's provided me great service at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And it just says, thank you so much. You, do, you know, you don't tell them you've left it. You just put it in there, and they get to open it up, and it brings a smile, I hope. You know, or I was at the grocery store the other day, and just you know, the guy behind me had only two items. So let him go forward. Yeah. You know, that's fine. What's the rush? You know, it's, we, we all have somewhere to be, but there's enough time to give him. And this, this particular person happened to be on his lunch break, and I could tell he was harried. I'm like, go ahead. Plenty of time. You know, just... And he, he was so grateful, which was yeah. such a simple yeah. gesture. But it made me feel like a million bucks. I, I guess the, the thing is, is it almost surprises people, which is, is kind of a joyful thing in mm-hmm. itself, that when you turn around and say something pleasant or words of encouragement, as you said, or let somebody uh, go in front of you in a line that, that, you know, they look like, you know, there are two articles and maybe even somebody that looks like they're really rushed and that, you know, you've got a little extra time. But they're they're almost surprised. But it's in a you know, and I think that's what we, I think what we need to do is surprise more people because in in essence we're we we're the ones who benefit from that surprise. Right, delightful surprises. You know, even commenting on someone's laugh. You know, there are so many great laughs out there that are contagious. Uh, I, a friend of mine and I were actually at, at a beach recently, and there was, there were two gentlemen that were there, and they were just having the best time laughing. And, and you forget, you know, just laughter is, is such great medicine. But, you know, everybody that was around them was laughing along with them. We had no idea about what. But I just mentioned, you have the greatest laugh. And it started this wonderful conversation and new friendships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I've, I've, got a, I've got a good friend, and, and Ray can go into any room. I mean, it's just amazing because she smiles, and then she just laughs. And, and I think she that opens up so many doors for yeah. her that – that, uh, you know, she's engaging. I think we all want, you know, we've used the word connect, and, and I talked with you about uh, my my goal is uh, uh, connect, women connecting for good, you know, mm-hmm. connect for good and finding women that can, that have resources and times and talents that they can share with each other and in essence, in whatever community they're in can make a difference. But but it really, it, it doesn't take a lot to do any of these things, does it? No. It doesn't. It might take a little bit of time here and there. Doesn't necessarily have to be any sort of financial contribution. Sometimes it's just the sharing of the idea or picking up the phone. Yeah. All right. Well, let's summarize this because I know the book is the book is great and there's lots of exercises in it. And and uh, again, this is a hands-on how-to kind of book, which is which is great because I think anybody that's uh, you know anybody that is thinking about this, this is a great tool to to really put them on the path. And you talk about the path, but uh, you can get off the path and get back on the path. But uh, anyway, so in summary, if I want to create this life, what should I do today? I think the first thing you have to do is choose to, you know, to be really conscious about the fact that you you wish to create something new or different in your life or to take stock of it. And then ask yourself those good questions. You know, what's missing, the presence of which would make me feel complete? You know, what will be my contribution? What would I like to be known for? Mm-hmm. Um, what's my definition of success? Because it, success isn't about money. You can't buy the life. Um, you know, you can be happy happy with little little, and miserable with much. Mm-hmm. But really choose to check in on your life and then access it. Declare your intentions. Write your plan. 
and then take action. And when you do fall off, because you will, just get back on. You know, mm-hmm. give yourself maybe a, a quick special person day, which is 24 hours to wallow, but then get back on, on track. Any, yeah. any of us who have been on a diet know how that works. Yes, so. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, well, you, you, so in other words, you can do over. You don't have to, you know, that's why erasers have pencil. I mean, pencils have erasers and so forth. There, there's really no rights or wrong. You can continue, on, you know. But, again, the most important thing is to take responsibility. I really truly believe, Kristen, if more people took responsibility for their for their actions, that this world would be a much different place. I really, really believe that. I'm and then last, 100%. of course, you talk about your global community. Is that mm-hmm. Again, these lifelines are so important as, as, far, as far as finding like-minded people. And I think that's the, that's the key, is finding people that truly believe or think that you think the same way you do also. Right, and I, I think influencing those that maybe do not. I think the worst thing that can happen, especially to a young person, is not having a belief system that says, this is possible for me. Mm-hmm. You know, but they shut down before they give themselves permission to step up. You know, so helping people to, to really believe about what their possibilities are, because that is also one of the first steps to, to get them onto that path we're talking about, is if they, if they originally say, I can't, then we want to flip that to, I can, and let's give it a try, and let's help you with the first couple steps. Mm-hmm. And, of course, what's so very important, we call them mentors in my part of the world that, uh, again, we're in the process of developing a mentoring program for women in transition, which is to get women back in the workplace or to help them excel in the workplace as well. But, uh, but that, you know, finding that cheerleader, finding that coach, finding that person who can just uh, support you through this or at least push you, you know, if you have to cry on their shoulder, that's good. But if they can also be with you to share the joy of your success, those things are very, very important. Right. And I think we all need mentors. We, you know, I need a mentor. You need a mentor. And I mean, that never stops as far as the process of always having someone out there that can give you a, a new look at uh, a new look or understanding of what you're doing, or another way of doing what you're right. doing, and, and maybe even increasing it in some way to really benefit others as well. So, you know, this is great. It's a great book. Uh, where can they find more about you? Where can they find more about your book? And so. Uh, we can help people to find the life they're looking for. Great. They can go to imaginebeam.com, and we have a free e-newsletter on there. There's a free workbook on there, and you can also sign up as, as part of the e-newsletter to be a part of the global community that you, you mentioned. And the book is available for purchase there or at amazon.com or barnesandnoble.com. Very good. Well, I wish you continued success, uh, you and uh, Jackie. Is it Jackie? Jackie? Yes, Jackie Jean Flowery is my co-author. Yes, both of you, great success. Your Thank your you. business and her coaching, I think those, that's a very nice combination. So continued success, and uh, let's keep working on that life that we imagine. You know, and I, I guess for me it's a matter of reinventing because I, I, as a psychologist I keep going through different different parts of it. So, uh, I mean, I, that's the exciting part. It keeps uh, It keeps growing. Great. Well, well, have a great day, Kristen. Thank you so much, and let's stay in touch in that global community. We'll talk more about that, too. Great. Thank you very much. Thank you.